I'm so happy that you've chosen to take off beat, off the beaten path. Your journey to holistic health starts here. Namaste. Greetings. Salamu. Namaste. I am Wambi and you're listening to the Offbeat Healthcast. Off the beaten path healthcast, that is, the way is known, the path is lit. Thank you for joining us here today. Here we take you off the beaten path and talk about alternative medicine, which is really the path that we really should be taking because before there was big pharma, there was big mama. And like, for an example, one of the things that big mama used to give us whenever we were constipated was prunes or castor oil or prune juice. These are things that were helped. These are natural remedies that helped with constipation. But now we got things like X-lax. What is that? It didn't come from the earth. Okay. So if nature didn't make it, don't take it. If did if big mama didn't okay it, it's not okay. The goal is to get away from big pharma and return back to mother nature, mother earth. In today's podcast, we will be talking about alkaline living. And I find this to be a very interesting podcast because when we think about alkaline, we think about like being told not to eat a lot of different foods and you have to be on this perfect regimen and things like that and alkaline is this word that kind of gets thrown around and it may make us feel like we have to have the perfect lifestyle or make the perfect food choices in order to achieve levels of alkalinity but i want to come here today and uncomplicate that notion because it really isn't as complicated as it sounds so let's learn learn a little bit about being alkaline. So in order for your body to be alkaline, it must have an overall pH that is greater than seven. If your pH is below seven, you're considered acidic. And if it's at seven, it's considered neutral. We want to shoot for our body to be above seven pH, which is the alkaline state. And when our body is alkaline, it means that our body has all of our proper nutrients to maintain a healthy ecosystem. And one of the reasons why we have health issues is because the food and the drinks that we consume are too acidic. So the goal is to consume the right things that would have our body to be in an alkaline state, a healthy state. So when I think about alkaline living and things like that, I think about a couple of people, a couple of doctors, um, holistic doctors, naturalists that come to mind. And one of them is Dr. Sabi. If you're not familiar with Dr. Sabi, technically speaking, he wasn't really a board certified doctor, but he was people, we still called him doctor. He never went to medical school. And the reason why we called him doctor is because he actually cured people of diseases that were supposedly incurable. And we're talking about diseases like AIDS and heart disease. Once people are diagnosed with things like that, chances are the doctor will tell them that they can't come back from that. But Dr. Sabian and his patients were definitely living proof that you can come back from things like this if you just change what you eat. Dr. Sabi was an herbalist. He was a chemist. He was also a naturalist. And so this is like the perfect combination to whip some herbs together, whip some meal 
plans together to heal your body like he has everything that he needs like we're gonna do some we're gonna grab some herbs from here and from there and we're gonna use use these different chemical compounds to match with your body and then all of this came from the herb so it's like perfect he had like the perfect combination um to do these things so dr sabi was the same guy that was sued by new york state's attorney the new york state attorney general for practicing medicine without a license because like i said we called him doctor but he wasn't really a doctor if you want to speak like in medical terms and board certified terms he wasn't really a doctor right so he was brought to the supreme court and was asked to bring one patient for every case that he claimed to have cured and it's not like every single every single case that he claimed to have cured they didn't bring that all to him to at court they only like stated nine things they said you claim to do this you claim to do that nine times and they basically said show me proof that you actually did this i want one patient from each section of what you claim to cure and bring them to court so dr sabi because he is dr sabi he went above and beyond and he brought 77 patients with him to court along with the medical records stating their previous condition and their cure condition so long story short dr sabi he beat that case because even though he didn't have like a physical license he definitely did what he what he said and what most people known were known him to do so dr sabi's specialty was to cure people of diseases by using herbal treatments and an alkaline and vegan diet now you're probably going to hear me say this one or two other times in this health cast because we don't want to use the word diet we want to use words that carry higher vibrations and in the middle of the word diet you will find the word die so it just basically saying or giving our mind our psyche the idea that we eat things that die and we eat things that kill us so we don't want to say diet but instead let's just change it we'll just say live it okay so if you hear me say live it that's what i'm speaking of because we don't want to use things to lower the vibration so everything that we eat will be live and will cause us to live longer so the new word for today is livid so dr sabi he put them on a vegan and alkaline livid and also supplemented with herbal treatments and that's how he cured all of his patients he cured thousands of patients by the way in his lifetime he was arrested he's from honduras he went back home um and when he went back home to honduras he was arrested for whatever reason that's probably something that was like he didn't come he didn't do but it's got a lot of controversy in there so if you want to like look up on the story it's dr sabi s-e-b-i dr sabi and you can find out you know basically what happened toward the end of his life he was in his 80s when he died he got arrested he died in jail and that's a lot of controversy behind that and we're not talking about that we're just talking about what he taught what he did while he was alive so he was one of the people that i look up to i still can find youtube videos on him and if there are certain things that i would like to learn am interested in i would definitely google dr sabi and what he's talking about when it comes to certain medical conditions and things like that but the thing about dr sabi is i want to 
point out is he cured thousands of patients by changing what they ate of alkaline and an alkaline livid and basically that just changed their whole life literally it changed their whole body composition and their body was happy and now they're all better now so what we eat is very important the food that we consume. Dr. Muwata Ashby is another doctor that I like to learn from. Dr. Ashby is actually a board certified doctor. He has a doctor of divinity degree in holistic health. And you can find a lot of his books on like Amazon and other places that you may uh, like to get your books because Dr. Muwata Ashby has a lot of different books. And the book that we're going to probably be referencing from today, a lot of today is his book called Committed Diet. And it speaks on the importance of maintaining an alkaline livid. He talks about why we have disease, and we know that disease is the alkaline is the opposite of alkaline. So the only way that we can re- reverse disease is to become alkaline. And we become alkaline when we consume alkaline. It is important to maintain alkalinity in the body because without our without our body, it is important to maintain alkalinity in the body because without it, our body will lack nutrients and become acidic. And then our organs and immune system is now compromised and we fall victim to, to, to disease. So alkalinity is way more important than we probably want to give credit to because it sounds like a very um, intimidating word. But by the time that we finish this health cast, I hope that I I would be able to make it less intimidating and help to see shine light on the easier aspects of an alkaline lifestyle that some things that we probably already do. Now, how can we adopt an alkaline lifestyle? Now, I know that we talk about diets and we talk about livids, but alkalinity is really a lifestyle because it requires the participation of your entire body. So when you eat alkaline, when you drink alkaline, consume alkaline, and you do this on a regular basis, this is now a lifestyle. So we're going to talk about ways that we can adopt an alkaline lifestyle. Now, we don't have to, in order to adopt an alkaline lifestyle, we don't have to eat a livid of 100% alkaline foods. However, at least 75% of what we eat should be alkaline. What we eat should be above seven, pH above seven. If you don't know what alkaline foods are, you can definitely like look it up, but I can give you a, a, a little short list of a few foods that we prob- you probably already eat that is um, alkaline. So for the vegetables, if you eat alfalfa grass, that's alkaline. Artichokes are also alkaline. Asparagus is alkaline. And barley grass is alkaline. Brussels sprouts are alkaline too. And the fun fact about Brussels sprouts, I was today years old when I found found out that I liked Brussels sprouts. I made it all my life without eating Brussels sprouts and happened to try it. And I realized I actually liked it. And Brussels sprouts remind me of little mini cabbages that are just grown on stalks. It just tastes like that to me. But to find out that I actually like it and to find out that it's actually alkaline, it's like a double yes for me. So Brussels sprouts are alkaline. Cabbage is also alkaline. Speaking of baby cabbage, the fresh cabbage is also alkaline. 
And if you like to use cayenne pepper, cayenne pepper is also alkaline. Celery, if you like chives, they're alkaline. Cucumber, fresh cucumber is actually alkaline as well. Dandelion is alkaline. And I don't really know a lot of people that eat dandelion, but they do have dandelion tea. And dandelion tea is really good for cleansing your liver. So if you have like skin issues, your skin is connected to the liver. So you want to cleanse your liver. But the... the Plus is dandelion is also alkaline. So when you're looking outside in the springtime and you're ready to cut that weed, they call it dandelion. Just know that right there, that dandelion is alkaline and you could probably use it in some type of meal or tincture or something like that. You use the, the, the dandelion and also it, its roots, the flower and also its roots. So dandelion's alkaline, right? And green beans are alkaline. I've been eating green beans my entire life and it's like one of my favorite vegetables and to find out it's alkaline, yes. Hip, hip, hooray. Garlic is alkaline, so is onions. And I put garlic and onion in everything because what is a meal without garlic, garlic and onion? So. If you do the same, there you go. There's your alkaline meal. That's there's your alkaline vegetable right there. Lettuce is alkaline and so are peas. Red cabbage is alkaline. Spinach is alkaline. Let's see. Zucchini is also alkaline. So this list that I'm reading is coming from Dr. Muwata Ashby's book, Kemetic Diet. He has like a list of fruits and vegetables and grains and things like that. Foods that are alkaline. And it's just the small list doesn't contain everything that's alkaline but just looking at the list you can definitely make a meal or two out of these alkaline foods because we just learned all of these things are alkaline a lot of people i know eat lettuce they eat onions they eat garlic they also eat green beans and peas and things like that so if you're eating these things you're already on the right track some alkaline fruits would include apricot also avocado is an alkaline fruit i am so excited that avocado is an alkaline fruit because i actually i was about um i have no idea i was about i don't know about three four years ago when i actually first started eating alcohol eating avocados and i realized i liked them I never had guacamole either. And then after I had avocados, I had guacamole. And I was like, oh my gosh, I actually like avocados and guacamole. So these are alkaline foods. Avocado is definitely a nutrient-dense food. It's also good and high in good fats. And it's also great for your skin, high in potassium. So if you're going to eat some fruit, make sure you include avocado because it's definitely like great for you. Bananas are also alkaline cherries whether they're sweet or sour they're also alkaline coconuts alkaline cranberry too that's alkaline fig juice is alkaline and dates also grapes if you like grapes if you like lemon fresh lemon there's your alkaline right there mandarin oranges and regular oranges they're also alkaline limes are alkaline too and pears and pineapples raspberries rose hips strawberries tangerines tomatoes watermelon and even yellow plums so this is like a short list of alkaline fruits and alkaline vegetables that you can definitely try and add to your meal plans but a lot of these fruits and vegetables i'm sure you already eat so listen you are on the right track see my job is to uncomplicate alkalinity and i hope that i'm doing my job right now with the lettuce and the vegetables you can make a stir fry you can make a salad with the fruits if you like fruit in your salads you could definitely make a fruit salad you can also make a fruit bowl you can have a great breakfast, alkaline breakfast. And if you don't know how to put some of these together, don't worry, I got you. 
I'm definitely going to help you with coming up with breakfast and lunch and dinner, just one of each for to make sure that you know we can be on the right track for an Aqualion lifestyle. And it's just one meal, just an example of breakfast, an example of lunch, and an example of dinner because I would like to show you, like I said, that this Alkaline lifestyle is not as hard as it may sound. And some of these things, some of these things you are probably already doing or you're on your on the right track to doing it. So here we have some items that we can actually use for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If we start out with breakfast, I'd like to start out by giving you a list of foods that you can eat for breakfast or not a list of foods, but just some things that you can throw together for breakfast. And as an example of an alkaline breakfast, we want to keep in mind that 75% of what you eat should be alkaline. You have the other 25% to as wiggle room. So for a breakfast example is porridge. You can make porridge with buckwheat and then you can like sweeten it with stevia, stevia is alkaline, coconut, or you can use coconut sugar. Coconut sugar is also alkaline. You can add the alkaline fruits like mango, strawberry, and raspberry, or even raisins or dates. These are some of the alkaline fruits. And then if you want, if, you, if it's not sweet, quite sweet enough, you can add maple syrup. Maple syrup is neither alkaline nor acidic. It's actually neutral. There you have it. We have, actually have some things that are actually neutral. It's not very many, but maple syrup is one of them. So if, 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 if the stevia doesn't cut it for you, the coconut sugar doesn't quite cut it for you, you can definitely add maple syrup. There's your breakfast. Easy peasy, right? For our lunch, we can make a chickpea patty with lettuce and homemade dressing on the side. The chickpea patty, we're gonna make the chickpea patty out of chickpeas that are rinsed and drained. You're gonna have cooked quinoa, and you're gonna have chopped onions and garlic with some celery and some bell pepper if you like to add a little color to your palate. You're gonna blend or like mix all of the ingredients, all of these ingredients together. And once you mix it together, you're gonna add the rolled oats rolled oats i don't believe is alkaline but remember you still have that 25 percent wiggle room it may not be alkaline but you still are consuming only 75 percent alkalinity when you're eating these foods so your rolled oats when they're chopped and is going to be your binder to make the patty so add the rolled oats, oats to your chickpeas and quinoa patty and then make sure that you add the patties once you add the rolled oats, you're going to mix all of that in, combine all of those great ingredients, those delicious ingredients. If you want a little salt, you can add a little bit of pink Himalayan salt to it. And then you're going to form patties, tight patties. And once you have the patties, you can pan fry it. And if you want to pan fry something, avocado oil is, which is alkaline. It's really good for oil for cooking, high heat cooking. So Let's make sure that we have some oils that are high heat cooking. Avocado oil is one. So you're gonna pan fry on both sides for about five minutes each or until golden. And there's your chickpea patty right there. All alkaline ingredients with the exception of the rolled oats. And then for the dressing, we can mix together in a blender. So a little bit of olive oil, some onions, some garlic, some lime juice, and some maple syrup. Remember we said the maple syrup was neutral. So we can have the maple syrup and then add a little bit of salt to taste. Himalayan salt, of course. 
because that's the good kind of salt and blend those ingredients and then once you have your patty you put that over some lettuce and drizzle some up there see like you can have one or two patties it doesn't really matter how many patties you have because it's alkaline but there's your alkaline lunch right there it's definitely a lot easier than we can probably imagine because you may have our may already eat chickpeas you may already eat quinoa. Quinoa I just like learned about probably about three years ago as well. I used to think it was quinoa but quinoa is also a high source of protein so if you're worried about where you're going to get your protein from you're getting it from the greens and you're also getting it from the quinoa. If you go back to your breakfast and you feel like you need a little protein in your breakfast you can have buckwheat. The buckwheat is the, is the protein in your breakfast. See, these foods have not only nutritionally dense foods but they're also high in things like protein and if you want something to drink with your lunch you can have wheatgrass juice if you drink wheatgrass juice you'll receive the maximum benefits wheatgrass is also alkaline so you don't necessarily have to have alkaline uh, water you can definitely have wheat juice because it's alkaline so we have our breakfast and we have our lunch and now let's move on to dinner so for dinner, we're going to spice things up a little bit and we're going to stir fry some cabbage, some cauliflower, some bell peppers, zucchini, some onions. Of course, you got to have the garlic, right? You're going to have, you want to saute that in some olive oil. Olive oil is, is, I believe is alkaline. If it's not, remember you have that 25% wiggle room and cocoa aminos. Cocoa aminos is what's going to give it flavor. It's your substitution for soy sauce. Cocoa aminos is also alkaline and you're going to stir fry all of those ingredients together and put it over some quinoa or some buckwheat there you have it simple easy breakfast lunch and dinner some of these foods you may already eat and some may be new to you but all of these foods you may have used or heard about it at some point and if you haven't it's always fun to add new foods to your palate because i have switched over to plant-based I was introduced to a lot of things. See, I've been plant-based for three, about three, three and a half years. So since being introduced to the plant-based lifestyle, I've, I've taken the opportunity to expand my palate because a lot of times it was just pasta and chicken and rice, pasta, chicken and rice. But now we have quinoa, we have buckwheat, we have uh, bulgur wheat. We have quite a few things that we can eat as plant-based people and if you're not plant-based and you and you're saying okay at some point i need some meat if i can't have meat for my breakfast and my lunch i need to at least have it for dinner remember you have that 25 percent wiggle room so you can't get like a huge piece of meat but you can get a little bit of tickle your fancy if you know what i mean you have your breakfast and your lunch and your dinner and simple as that there are some ways you can like mix it up a little bit and these are just like some of the alkaline foods of course it's not all of it so if you like happen to come across a list of alkaline foods you can find some way to incorporate that in your daily living and you don't have to do all of this at one time if it sounds like it might be too much for you you can start with just having an alkaline breakfast that's a great start and then you can go breakfast and lunch and then once you got the breakfast and lunch got the hang of it, you can actually add dinner. So we wanna make sure that we don't try to move by leaps and bounds because we might fall and then we might get discouraged and we don't wanna get discouraged. So just baby steps, baby steps, little habits come a long way. So make sure that we form those small habits and build on each habit every day so that we can become a better version of us daily. 
And along with these foods and these meals, be, you gotta be sure to drink your alkaline water. At least half your body weight is going to be, you're gonna be consuming in water, at least half of your body weight. So if you're 150 pounds, you need to drink at least 75 ounces of water a day. I think that I said that right. 75, 75, 75 is 150. Yes, I passed math. So 75 ounces, if you're like 150 pounds, at least 100. So once you get into the practice of drinking, because it does sound like a lot, but just got to tell yourself that you got it. You can do this because one gallon, if I'm not mistaken, is 128 ounces, right? Because two quarts is 64 I'm thinking I'm gonna look, it's been a long time since I had to take math class. So I'm thinking two quarts is 64 ounces. And then if you do the two quarts twice, that's like 128, right? I've seen quite a few people drink a gallon a day. And my goodness, that's a lot. If you can drink 128 ounces in a day, then I think that 75 ounces is a good start, especially when it's alkaline water. You'll definitely notice a difference once you start your alkaline lifestyle. Oh, one thing about the alkaline water that I wanted to mention was if you live by Whole Foods, you can also get your alkaline water from Whole Foods. If you have a empty jug, if you like have like a one gallon jug or three, five gallon jug, you can definitely get your water from Whole Foods for a dollar a gallon. That's like a life hack that I'm so glad I came across because when we buy alkaline in these smaller bottles of water, it's like, I feel like I'm wasting my money because I can get so much more if I drink by the gallon, especially about a water that I drink. I drink a lot of water. So Whole Foods, if you live by Whole Foods, you can definitely make sure that you stop by there to take advantage of their 99 cent a gallon alkaline water. All right, family, I hope I was able to easily unpack this word called alkaline. I know it sounds intimidating, but when we actually break down what alkaline lifestyle really is, it's really more simple, a lot more simple than that. It's mostly a life without complex carbs, meat, dairy, and some nuts. And that's basically it. I know it sounds a little bit intimidating, but going through the meal plan just for one day, it's not really that intimidating. Make sure the, the rule of thumb is make sure that you have your everything that you eat be alkaline, 75% of it be alkaline, and then you have the other 25% to spare. A lot of the foods that we eat is already alkaline, like our grapes and our strawberries and our citrus fruits, like the mandarin and orange and the oranges and then we also have on the vegetable side we have our cucumbers we have our wheatgrass if we drink wheatgrass juice we have quite a few vegetables that we already eat the peas and the green beans so if we already eat it that is you're off to an amazing start you just have to consume more of it and less of the acidic so if you eat like half your plate is meat or protein or complex carbs base we want to reduce that to like one fourth of your plate being that and then the other 75% being the alkaline foods and the alkaline vegetables fruits and grains and if you don't remember anything else about alkalinity I want you to just remember this alkaline is nutritious acidity lacks nutrition and if we have ailments or disease it means our body is too acidic and we need to get it back to a level of alkalinity we do this by consuming more alkaline foods and drinks and the easiest alkaline food you can consume is lettuce because because you'll find that in any good salad, especially if you like salads. And the easiest alkaline drink that we can consume is alkaline water because you need that anyways to survive. And if you're by Whole Foods, 
you can definitely tap in on Whole Foods alkaline water for 99 cents a gallon. But if you're not buying Whole Foods, a easy way to get your alkaline water intake is to squeeze lemon juice into your water and voila, it is now alkaline. A another thing that you can do with the lemon and the water is cut up some lemon. Of course, make sure that the outside is clean, but cut up some lemon and then place it in your water overnight. On the next day when you wake up, make sure that you drink all of the water that you have the lemon juice the lemon in and the alkaline water is used to help cleanse your system and the lemon juice being that you kept it overnight in the water it increases the alkalinity of it and it's able to to cleanse your system so if you don't have a whole foods you definitely can grab some lemons and get some water and get your lemon juice lemon well you can do lemon juice but get your lemon water on and enjoy that. A lot of us put lemon in our water anyways and didn't even know that they're now drinking alkaline water. So like I said, it's a lot of things that you're already doing, but we just want to do more of to maintain levels of alkalinity in our body. And that's all I got for you all today. Um, make sure you check out our website, offbellc.com. That's O-F-F-B-E-L-L-C.com. You can also find us on Instagram, offbellc. And let us know what you want to hear next. You can email us at offbellc at gmail.com in the subject line you can put ask wambi and if they, if you have any questions i'd love to answer it my thing is talking to people so i love talking to people i love answering questions so go ahead and send me an emails let's see what you got thank you for hanging out with us off the beaten path the way is known the path is lit and until next time make sure you get your rest and stress a little less okay i love you all and wambi signing off This podcast is for informational purposes only. Remember to check with your physician before making any dietary changes. Also, listen to your body. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. For more information on what we offer, visit offbellc.com. That's O-F-F-B-E-L-L-C.com.